Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Zoom session will start in one minute. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is um, October 20th. The time is about 4.30 p.m. Reddy PC. Um, does conduct Zoom conference or conference call from past 10 years? If you have any questions, please uh, uh, show your face and let Gayatri know if you're a newcomer. If you're a newcomer, we promote newcomers as compared to regular people. So just show your face and let Gayatri know you're a newcomer. Shri? Yeah, hi Rahul. Thanks for giving this opportunity. I have one question for my dependents. So currently my dependents are on L2 extension and we did apply their H4 change of status as well. And we want to know like uh, they are planning to travel next week to India. Will that affect anything? Um, so you filed for H4 change of status and now they are traveling. Yeah, that is correct. Their H4 will be denied, but that's okay. They can go and get the stamping and come back. Okay. What about the EAD? We did apply EAD also. So will that affect anything? Yeah. Yeah. That will be denied too. Because H4 is denied, EAD will be denied too. Okay. 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 Thank you. Next person, please. Patel. Patel. Can you hear me? Yes. Yes. Hi, Rahul. How are you? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Rahul, so I'm currently on I-140 EAD and uh, I'm traveling to India to get on H-1B and I'm filling a DS-160 form and after like a very long time, six and a half years or so. So my question is, uh, there is a point that asks who is paying for a trip. So right now I'm paying it myself. I think which is fine, right? And uh, later on, I will what, I will try. What to visa you're up? What visa you're applying for? Uh, uh, H1B. Uh, Absolutely, I you can on... say you're. You can say pay yeah. for the tip. That's perfectly fine. I can pay myself, and later on, if I reimburse from the employer, that should not be a problem, right? That's okay. That's okay. Like, yeah, it's not a misrepresentation, right? Yeah. No, sir, it's not a misrepresentation. Okay, that's that is the only simple question I had. Okay. All right. Thank you. The next person. Thank you. Rama. Uh, hey, Rahul. Uh, this is Rama. Uh, I have a question. Um, my, I have applied for my 485 back in November and my EAD and AP got approved. And by, I have a uh, typo in my EAD, a given name. Uh, my full mm-hmm. name is uh, Ramakrishna Reddy and there is a K added at the end of the given name. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no real K. I mean, it's only the given name is Ramakrishna Reddy, and last name is correct, and only the mm-hmm. K is added at the end of the given name. Is it mm-hmm. going to be a problem? I I'm planning to use my EAD for work work authorization. You are going to plan to use you? Uh, no, I'm not expecting much problem because of that. Okay, okay. But should I actually send for correction? Apply for a correction? There is a form. No, they will not send it back ever. Okay. But, we but send it back ever. Oh, do do we need to send the card uh, if if you are applying for correction? Do we? Need, yes, that's right. Okay, so you 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 recommend not applying for any correction? You I I recommend I don't do anything, sir. Uh, but one question, like while returning back uh, at the port of entry, do they compare the name with passport and if there is any? They will compare and they will also check your fingerprints. They'll do the facial things and see if you are not the right guy. They'll put you in jail, <laughs> but because of the okay. name, it won't be okay. Thank you. They have the they have, they have the biometrics. They believe these things much better than the names. Not, not the name. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. they don't. You. you know, when I recently I spoke with the CPP officer, the officer said, "We don't even need passports anymore. This is enough oh. for them." Okay. 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 So yeah. whenever there you. is a personal interaction with the people, it's easy to sort it out. When there is no personal interaction. That's when when you speak with rob- robots that will become a problem. Okay, mm-hmm. next person. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, thank you. Girish. Hi Rahul, uh, this is Girish. I'm first time calling. This is regarding my son's um, uh, 485 application. Uh, I applied my uh, I applied for my EB2 to EB3 downgrade during the last October, and uh, I'm I was in EB2 and then downgraded to EB3 during the month of July 2021 this year. my priority date became current my priority date is july 2012 mm-hmm. so when my pd became current i applied for my son's 485 application because my son was at that time uh, 20 years and 2 months old mm-hmm. okay immediately in the next week of july second week of july my 480 my uh, 140 is also approved in the premium processing mm-hmm. my question is is my son safe as of now because of november visa retrogression is he safe so in the month of july first in the month of uh, first uh, of uh, july applied for his 485 when was your i140 approved july second week and what's the priority date for you july 2012 July 2012 uh, in the EB3 I140 is approved that's correct so the pre- final action dates are current for you in the third preference the right. I140 is approved yes uh and he's still under 21 that's correct yeah by that by July he's still under 21 yes. so he's locked he's locked he never ages Okay, because at the time of applying the 485 application, his age was only 20 years and two months. It's only That's it's a matter. Of, so Rahul, the second question that I have is: Is it necessary to have the I-140 approved to be? Yes, considered? it's absolutely. Yes, it is necessary for the I-140 to be approved because he doesn't become eligible for it. Nobody becomes eligible for getting the green card until the I-140 is approved. Okay, so okay. what we are essentially telling is that because of your delay, my son should not be aging out. 
So right. since everything is current, it should have been approvable. You didn't approve the two mistake. So that's the reason the Congress has given us the escape pattern here. So he is locked. However, if you want to move to EB2 though, okay, consult a lawyer before if you are contemplating to move to EB2. Okay, don't take yeah. it in your hands. No, no, I'm Next not. person. Thank you, Rahul. Hello. Um, uh, hello, Rahul Reddy. Thank you for taking the call. Uh, my firm got recently approved in, in April 30, on, on April 30th of this year, 2021, mm -hmm. and with my new employer. My prior date is May 2011. Mm -hmm. So now in November, as you know, uh, EB3 got retrogressed, but I'm lucky that uh, my date is still not in the current dates. Mm -hmm. Do you anticipate any more retrogression in EB3 based on the date? Did you, did you say your perm is approved? Yes, sir. On April 30th this year. April 30th this year, the perm is approved. Which so is you are filing the 485 now? It's already applied. 485 is already applied on June. Uh, is it applied in um, um, EB3? EB3, okay. Uh, so, Parm is going to expire in like four four business days next week, Wednesday. So, my main question for you is should you do EB2 again or should you yeah. have to file it? Yeah, that's the main. Like, uh, because can we, can and, you, apply? And, and, yeah, go ahead. Uh, can we apply? Like, I know only four business days are there to apply in premium processing. Uh, can we apply in premium processing even after 180 days, the EB2-140? No, I do not recommend that you do. If you do, though, you can do one thing, is that you file in the normal processing, convert into premium later on. Okay, so that we can just apply. Because my employer is not like... Uh, or, or you can do one thing right now. Just apply the I-140 premium under EB2. Okay. And Don't apply for it, for it Okay. And just because whenever you... Whenever you club both, they are going to Texas. Yeah, right. I figured that. Yes. yes. So just apply for I-140 under EB2 if you can. And so do you premium processing. Is I just applying EB2 also? Just in case if it data versus? Yeah, who knows? Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, Next. And in, in December, if the, if, the, if the dates retrogresses, if you want to either interfile or if you want to file a fresh new, new application in November, you can do so. Since you have time, do the premium processing right now. File it again. Okay. Interfiling, how, how percentage is it successful? Sir? Uh, I want you to watch the video that we released yesterday from 5 minutes to 15 minutes. Okay. I'll do. Thank you. So that will tell you whether you should go to interfiling or refiling. Next person, please. Pranavi? Hey, uh, hey Rahul. Uh, really. uh, actually, I'm on H1. Uh, this uh, year, August, I moved a new employer. So I filed, my employer filed H1, H4, and H4 EAD in a single packet. Uh, it's in a premium processing. I got my H1 approved. So right now, you know, H4, H4 and H4 EAD processing, uh, it's taking longer time than expected, right? So in the meantime, uh, can you travel to India? If yes, uh, would it delay uh, H4 EAD processing? I mean, if... Okay. Be... Um, Sorry. So is this a H4 extension or is it a H4 transfer? Uh, Trans. What we said she was in before? H4. It's an extension. Okay, that's a, so it's an extension. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, so your uh, so her plan is to travel only for the EAD or what is the what is the purpose of the travel? Because she wanted to travel. 
Alien? Alien? Hey, hi, Rahul. Hello? The question, Hello. ma'am. Hey, hi, Rahul. Yeah. So my question is that uh, my uh, husband's uh, is on uh, seventh year extension, and uh, uh, according to the AC twenty one rule, and um, uh, I haven't filed my EAD uh, yet. So uh, is it a good time to uh, file? Because I just have we just have few months left on our uh, you know seventh year visa. So uh, can I file my EAD? Uh, he, you, you guys filed adjustment of statuses, right? Is that what you said? Yeah. Absolutely. No, we, we haven't filed adjustment of status because his, uh, uh, what we say, his uh, perm is still not approved. So we are waiting for his, uh, you know, uh, perm results. Perm a... Yeah. So you are in H4 right now. Yeah. You are in the seventh year of the H1B. And right. because the perm, what is the priority date of your husband? It is uh, Feb 20. So he recently filed the PERM application. PERM is still pending. Right. Yeah, you can apply. If you're in the seventh year, even if your husband doesn't have an I-140 approval, you can apply for an EAD, but you'll only get that one-year period of EAD. Okay, so should I wait for him to get, you know, I-140 and then should I apply or is it a good time to apply now? That's and up then, to you. you know? That's up to you, man, because sometimes the EADs may come faster. It's up to you. You are eligible for both. Okay. The, both the like, okay, but what would be the wise decision? Like, should I wait? Give it, uh, give it task to your husband. Heads, you know, you apply. Tails, you apply after the I-140. Something goes wrong, we'll blame your husband. <laughs> okay? okay? It's a judgment call, ma'am. You have to make it. Next person, please. Thank you so much. Ram. Hi, Rahul. Yes, go ahead, ma'am. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, thanks, Rahul. Uh, so my question is regarding uh, an RFE. Last year, October, I filed my 485. It's EB3 straight application. And right now the dates are current. So initially only I have applied everything, including the medicals. But uh, last uh, Saturday, last week, I received a letter from the field office saying that they are, they are waiting for my RFE response. And they asked me that to submit the RFE response before the deadline. And it clearly mentioned that they have sent me that RFE on September 15th only. But uh, I didn't receive any RFE. Online case status is not showing that they received any RFE. Okay. My attorney, nothing. I got it. I got it. So first thing is that raise a service request online. Second thing, contact the uh, ombudsman. Third okay. thing, open a USCIS account. Sometimes they may even give it to you there. USCIS I, online. Yeah, do do all three. Do all three, ma'am. Oh, okay. And uh, I'm afraid that uh, by the time I raise the service, I mean, I raise the service request. I know it takes like uh, once. 30 once days. you raise a service request, uh, they should not. They should honor it because you are on the record saying that you requested for RFP. You did not receive it. Right. Right. Is it? Uh, 
usual rahul like uh, they say that it's not usual not... it's not usual that's the reason i'm telling you to do three steps oh you okay. already did two do, do yeah. the third step ombudsman okay oh okay uh, and one more thing uh, I, i want to move to the aosead but in the meanwhile this issue is happening so i don't know whether i can move or should i wait until this issue i want you to wait until rfe comes and check what the rfe looks like oh okay okay or uh, um uh, like do you want me to interfile again the medicals assuming that it might i don't be... uh, no no never do never file it because we don't know what's there in the rfe oh okay okay uh so okay. uh you so say if it they're asking if they're asking a paychecks and you submitted the medical they will submit they will think that you responded to the rfe you didn't give them the uh pay stubs and they'll deny the application so oh. we don't know what's there in the rfe Okay okay so don't Thank submit you. anything without you know what's there in the rfp next okay. person please Thank you Sudarshan Yeah hi Rahul uh, so I'm on H1B visa and I'm planning to travel to India next month to get and also get my H1B stamp but my approval notice has couple of spelling errors uh, in the last name it's missing a letter and in the first name it's missing one more letter What 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 approval which approval H1B approval it was an no, extension okay. no that's okay that's not that's okay. any problem yeah okay because nowadays they don't go if something happens there they will catch you there and see you are the real version or somebody else and they'll fingerprint biometrics and check it out if it's you if yeah. it's not you they will actually put you in jail <laughs> okay. so that's good so, uh, i'm going for a drop box though so there is no okay cool they are going thank with you. fingerprints no no more proof anymore okay thank you okay then madhavan uh hey rahul uh, this is madhavan uh, thanks mm-hmm. for your services i have a question related to the approval note missing approval notice missing 797 h1b extension approval note notice missing mm-hmm. so my uh, h1b approved as per uscis portal a month before but i haven't received the approval notice yet mm-hmm. so i'm working with my employer to um to file i824 to get the duplicate copy but what mm-hmm. i read from the uscis portal is anywhere between 6 months to 8 months time mm-hmm. so is it a wise idea of uh, submitting foia request for getting a copy of it you can try that but i will tell you one hacking thing it's going to cost you money though okay file a h1b amendment okay okay file a h1b amendment in premium processing Mm-hmm. decrease the salary by $1 increase the salary by $1 per year can you hear me can you hear me madhavan madhavan can you hear, um, can you hear me thank you gatri can you hear me yes rahul i'm able to hear you okay vikram hey rahul thanks for the opportunity so my question is um, i have applied a standalone h4 ead for my wife in march 2021 and at the same time i have applied h1b uh, so h1b got picked uh, approved um, and uh, i got the receipt h1 rec- uh, h1b approval receipt and then i applied for ssn for my wife since it's the first time so uh, a week back uh, so like two days uh, before like on october 18 h4ead got approved 
and they said that the card is being processed or being sent to my uh, mailing mm -hmm. address. So mm -hmm. my question is here is, uh, what status is, is she on right now? And uh, if if she's on H1B, uh, mm -hmm. we, uh, we want that H1B to, save, uh, to be saved so that we don't get into the lottery for the next time. But uh, same time, we want that, like we want to be on H4 yearly rather than on H1B. Uh, and it, okay. Uh, for the first, for the 18 days, yeah, from October 1st to October 18th, she did not work, is that right? Correct. She did not work and there's no payroll run yet on her H1B. To be on the safer side, to be on the safer side, I want her to move because it's called last action rule. Okay, there's a little bit of confusion. It's no clear guidance on this last action rule, except a small letter by USCIS. So to clear the confusion though, the best thing is that she can go to Mexico. Okay. She can come back from Mexico using the H-1B. She can come back using H-1B. Okay. Uh, what status is she on right now? Like how, how, how what Technic would Technically she is on H-4 status right now. Because recently she got the H-4 approval. Correct. That's right. Okay. So her H-4 EAD got approved. She, 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 was, she was on H-4 like previously. Exactly. And ah. her EAD got approved. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Yes. Wait a minute. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh, the EAD got approved, not the H-4. Right. Not the H-4, yes. I still, I still want to clear all my doubts right now. Okay. So let her go to Mexico. Okay. She comes back on... She comes back on she comes back on uh, uh, she comes back on H1B. Right. Okay. 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 Stays one month on H1B. Okay. Okay. Then she goes to Mexico again. Okay. She comes back on H4. Okay. Okay. This was our thought actually, but uh, would it be uh, the change of uh, visa process would take long or because easy? Oh yeah. <laughs> change of visa status. You have to spend thousands of dollars on getting to ch change to H1. Okay. Yes. <laughs> to move from H, uh, give me one second. And mm -hmm. to move from H4 to H, uh, H1 to H4, now that's going to take about eight, uh, eight to 18 months, and we charge you a lot of money. Yeah. Instead of that, yeah. Yeah. spend money on the vacation, you'll be much cheaper and better out. Yeah, if you get access. Uh, is it okay. uh, Can we go to Canada? I mean, is it suggestible? Like uh, if they are in Slack. Oh yeah, yeah, Canada is fine too. If Canada, she has a visa, Canada, Canada is fine too. Yeah, Absolutely we have fine. we have actually a visiting visa for Canada, so we can cross yeah. the border on road. That's good. Um, and uh, this is a quick question. Uh, so we applied SSN based on our H1B basic, and uh, at the same time, when I applied for H4 EAD, uh, would the SSN be like any problem, like the duplication? Yeah, that's fine. The same SSN is fine. Okay, cool. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Thank yeah, you. This was helpful. Prabhu? Uh, hi, Rahul. I had a question. So, uh, my spouse, my spouse she, she recently got, recently a, got a, a H1B picked in the lottery. So, she's uh, right now on H1 status. She moved from F1 to H1 status. So, we are trying to uh, find a date in uh, to, for our visa appointment back in India. So, it looks like the counselor, the she, she's able to get the date for the biometric, but she's not able to get the dates for uh, for the council appointment. Do you know if there is if the if the consulates are open in India for, for they are open, but the are just they sometimes open for some slots 
once in a week or so and if you are there at that time you'll get it i see so so my first question was is, is it is was the concert open but i guess if the concerts are open but i guess uh, it's difficult to get the dates right i think from, from I mean, that's what yeah, i'm gathering a lot about. of people a lot of people are trying the same not okay so what is another alternative if we want to travel and come back like can, can we go to canada or mexico to uh, all, the, it's it's the same story everywhere is the same story everywhere okay okay um okay that's uh, that, that was my question now thanks next person please ratisha hi rahul uh, i have my ead and uh, ap approved my priority date is uh, march 9 2012 i started using my ead for work i moved to a new employer now i can start a new form and i140 with this employer and interfile my pending uh, 485 i am not an uh, h1b Oh yeah, so so you'll be an EAD. So mm-hmm. you want to now use to if you are planning to move to uh, if you are planning to move to new employer uh, EB two EB two is that mm-hmm. what you're trying? What is that you're trying to achieve? Yes, yes. EB two EB two is yeah. what you're trying to achieve, right? Yeah, yes. you can. Yeah, you can. You can. Um, you can have a permit I one forty approved with the mm-hmm. current employer and interfile. Yes, you can do so. And. Uh... and my follow up question is if i want to refile can i go to india and apply for h1 in consular processing and come back on h1 and apply for refile you can do so oh you can okay. do so okay thank you you can do so but i am uh first get the labor and i140 approval before you do anything okay okay yeah okay okay then next person please Shrilata, hi, Mr. Rahul. Um, I have a question about advance parole. Uh, I filed for AOS uh, with EAD and AP last October as a derivative applicant, mm-hmm. and then I traveled. I traveled to India before AP gets approved. But now I got AP approved. I was reading blogs. Uh, technically, AP will be denied, right? If you travel, so yes. now. I have plans to travel, and my visa is also expiring. So I'm planning to use that AP for the next travel. Is that okay, or do I need to file new AP? Ah, uh, we, our practical experience is that we have not seen anybody getting denied entry if they have used advance parole under your circumstances. Okay. and i claim to be a little bit more knowledgeable because i go to i have all these conference calls and everything and people will give me the feedback okay okay Wait. but but if you look into the law if you look into the reading though yeah, it tells you to refile it but i have never seen anybody getting denied as of now okay so what what do you advise because i was talking That's to, to my... you i told you what i what is my okay. experience ma'am okay. okay you take the decision Okay, thank you, Mr. And last question: If I use AP, does it mean we are getting married to that application for it? Yes. Application? Yes, you are getting married to that application. Even if I enter on H-1B status. Well, if you use AP, how are you entering on H-1B status? Okay, because if I come back on H-1B, if I go for amendment after entering US, that's what I'm. Well, that's then you are coming back on H-1B, not an advance parole then. Okay. 
then you're not getting okay. married. But if you use okay. advanced parole, you're getting married. Okay, okay. Thank you, Mr. Rahul. Yeah, next question, time. please. I'll take the next two callers, guys. They will not, I will take them, I will not take the messages today, guys. Sorry about that. Anish? Hey, Rahul. Anish? Uh, yes, hey, Rahul. Uh, yeah, thank you for taking the calls. Uh, so I'm on uh, um, uh, EB2 uh, with a June 2012 is my priority date. I think it is current now. Uh, so uh, I was with this company and my one, I-140 is approved. And now I um, I moved out of that company and joined back the same company in a different team, right? So, uh, but um, now with the dates are current, can I uh, apply for uh, I-485 uh, directly or do I need to start from PERM? So at least my- uh, Wait, 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 wait. So in October, you didn't file the 485? No. Uh, so these dates are current, uh, just as per last uh, visa bulletin. Okay. So what you're telling is that you were working with this company A. You left company A, joined company B. You came back and joined company A, and your priority date is current. Uh, and you, the company that you're working right now has an I-140 approval right now, and the priority date is current. Yes, that's correct. Absolutely, you can file for it. Why are you waiting for it? Um, yeah, so the, uh, when I contacted my attorneys, what they were saying is like, I was within company, I was in ORC uh, 1000, now I'm joined, uh, rejoined in a different ORC within, uh, within the organization. So within the same company, you are in a different position than what you were before. Yes, that's correct. Who is your law firm? Um, I, it's not Fragman or Berry Appleman, right? No, it's not Fragman. Yeah. If you were would, would have been with these two law firms, they would have told you to file a 485 application. Or if you are with us, we would have told you to file a 485 application. I don't know which the other law firm. You don't have to name it. They're just trying to swindle the money from your company. Um, yeah, that that's my understanding too. But um, yeah, this is... Uh, like they, in, if they want to use, like uh, what they are saying is like uh, the ARC, uh, even though uh, this is the same company, but the ARC, internal ARC has changed. So they are treating it as a different position and a different No, arc. sir, that's not. Mm -hmm. The company, they didn't say it is for a particular organization within that company when they put an advertisement in the labor certification. They said it is for ABC Inc. You are still with ABC Inc. Who even bought up this is that you are in a different organization. What do you mean organization? You're still getting the paycheck from the same tax ID numbers, right? Yes, that, that's correct. So yeah. it's not different organization. The jobs keep changing every month. I mean, let's say, for example, you have uh, AS 400 or whatever those zero zeros and no four zeros. And after 2000, everything changed. You're going to be still with the same organization. It won't be there. That will be dismantled. Mm -hmm. So okay. you can file a 485 application, according to me. Uh, if you want us to interfere with your company, you can have an appointment with the HR. I will do a free uh, education to them. Yeah, sure. Yeah, thank you for that. So, uh, and if you want us to directly... file a 485 application, you can contact your HR, but they have to allow it. Otherwise, we can't. 
All right, sure. I'll explore that option. My company being a little bigger, uh, they normally don't uh, allow uh, going Well, that's sideways. the reason I've told you about Fragman and Berry Appleman because they represent Microsoft. Microsoft, Apple, Google, Tesla, all these companies will allow it. I don't know about your company. So mm -hmm. next person, please. Thank you. Thank you. And this is the last Vasu. caller, guys. Hi. Um, hi, Rahul. This is Vasu. Um, I am, my current employer has applied for labor and it is in process. Like we are waiting for approval. In the meanwhile, I have uh, approved I-140 from my old employer. So my date got current. It's under the EB3, 2013, May. It was straight EB3. So I was current all through this year. But for the in the November bulletin, I see that rate, uh, dates retrogressed. So mm -hmm. the question is, I have a 17-year-old son. So I would like to lock his age by filing 485. I just came to know about this information last three days back. So can I file 485 without J supplement? Because at this point of time, reaching out to my old employer might take time. I have uh, just uh, 12 days, uh, sorry, um, 10 days to file um, just to lock his age uh, because uh, no, from November 1st onwards, uh, you know, my dates are retrogressed. So I just want to ask. Yeah, you, can file, you can file the 485 without doing anything. And if you want to use our services, we are ready to file for your son. And we can file it by October 30th. Oh, perfect. Thank you. Thank you very much. Why did not you file for your son before? No, I, I didn't know the fact that, uh, you know, since my current uh, perm is uh, uh, in process with current employer, I didn't, uh, uh, you know, uh, think that uh, this would happen. Like, you know, I, I have the eligibility to file, you know. I was just focusing on my current uh, employer's perm. Um, so uh, the question is, hey, the question is, uh, if RFE comes, like, you know, if, if I file, rate, dates retrogress and... Uh, um, you know, from November 1st onwards, I don't know when my file would be opened, but when they open, it could be six months before or it could be six months after. What happens in the two, con uh, two contexts, like, you know, before six months and after six months? What open? What, what do you mean open? Like 485 gets filed by four, uh, this 30th. So they will look at the uh, J supplement and then J supplement would be missing. Ah, right? no, no, the six months, is, six months is for you, not for your child. Okay. Um, okay. So it, it's an incomplete application, right? They treat it as an incomplete application if I don't file 485J supplement. So for in your that son? case, they would. For your son? For me. In 2020, October, you filed I 140 downgrade or, or for uh, or no, you it's a it, It's an EB3 straight. So you didn't file a 485J supplement in October of 2020? No, I haven't filed yet. Who's a lawyer? How did you file it? No, I did not file it. So I'm, my current employer lawyer, it's a university, it's a Stanford Children's Hospital. So I'm getting very confused now. In October 2020, you, you filed 485 using the I-140 approval of company A. You were I working with company, file. you were working yeah. with company B. Yes. And you filed the 485 application using company B's lawyer without the 485J supplement? No, I haven't filed any 485 yet. My question is, can I file 485 using previous employer's I-485 or pre previous employer's I-140 
and then so that my son's age gets logged. Aha! Uh-huh. You never file the four eight five. Okay. No, I never file. I never. Filed. And you will not get the four eight five J supplement with your current with the previous company. Yeah, because I just came to know, so I I thought, okay, you know, uh, reaching out no, to sir. them and then I'm sorry, uh, I'm sorry. Okay, there is no way you cannot file for it, pa. Okay, okay. I thought somehow that you already filed, your son was left out. If you did not file, uh, and I no, see. you cannot file the four eight five without the four eight five J supplement. I see. Okay, okay. Yeah, I just wanted to find out this information. Sure. Thank you very much. Okay then. Thank yeah. you guys. The next conference call will be tomorrow at eleven thirty. Sorry, we can take all the guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.